0: It's Monday morning, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda.
1: Good morning, Marianne. I got my apron on.
0: Do you? Okay. Oh, I do. Well, it's pretty
1: cold. <laughs> it's just another layer in this it? house. <laughs> oh. Well, last
0: time we talked, to you, you had your Christmas apron on.
1: Yeah, I really haven't washed it, and it's the same one. (laughs) 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 So right now, it's my crusty Christmas apron. (laughs) Even
0: even a thicker layer, that's good in cold weather. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh,
0: well, you know, uh, we are recording this a little bit ahead of time, but by the time this is on the radio, it will be the new year, and the holidays will be in the rear view.
1: Yay! So exciting. Really? <laughs> well, well, no, they were a lot of work this year just because, you know, we couldn't have a big gathering. But I, I cooked dinner for a lot of people. So um, it was just a lot of packaging and distribution. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just not not relaxing by the fire. The opposite of relaxing by the fire. Yeah. And but you, know, you don't have, even.
0: Have, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I have good news. What? I have not in the time since I have spoken to you last boiled a hot dog. What? No, Why no more did you, hot dogs. Did you run out? What happened? No, it's just too, it's just too embarrassing you run out. Okay, well, yeah. But also, I didn't buy more, and it's just too embarrassing. So, no hot dogs. Hey, I'm we're on the radio.
0: We don't actually have to admit anything. There's no proof. There's no visual proof of what we've been that's, doing. That's, oh, my gosh.
1: True.
0: You haven't done any hot dogs, so what the heck? I, so, I... I guess first I want to know what you did for holiday meals for people
1: well um uh like I said um it it was a lot of work and and the reason was I was cooking for different families I have a friend who's ill and her family is vegetarian so and I wanted to cook um you know a nice Christmas meal and and her her outlook isn't good, so it's kind of, for me. It was kind of like a send off meal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know I I love her. Uh, I'm close to her, and it's just so. Um, uh, I got it in my head why that I was gonna make the meal red and green because it was Christmas. Oh, oh God. Good Lord, I know, I know, I know. So many ideas in retrospect are stupid, but not at the time. My brain just screams brilliant, and I run with it, right? <laughs> yeah, me too. I get it. Uh, <laughs> but really, so, um,
0: green, green food is a little iffy. Anyway, go. Oh, so know. what did you do?
1: Well, I made stuffed shells, you know, just some Italian stuffed shells with yeah. ricotta cheese. And, and so, you know, that's easy. I put a lot of basil and parsley in it, so that was red and green. And I made um, uh, just three appetizers. So I, I made some shrimp. And then they were, you know, pink and white, which is kind of red. And then um, (laughs) the sauce is red. And I thought, oh, I got to have some green in here. And so uh, my brain, once again, so brilliant, came up with jalapenos. (laughs) 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 Because the horseradish is kind of hot, jalapenos another kind of hot. And I just about killed everybody. Seriously. I mean, really, just about killed everyone. The whole entire family wiped out in one cell. Oh, and (laughs) it's
0: something you have had a, you know, a a long-term fear of killing your family. Oh, I
1: know. Well, this is a different kind of, like, chemical death, not like (laughs) bacterial (laughs) death. But I get, you know, and how people are always so polite, you know, you bring them over a big dinner, so they're like, oh everybody has tears in their eyes (laughs) weeping with gratitude (laughs) (laughs) and chemical warfare oh my gosh uh, I made a bruschetta that's got just you know grilled bread then a white bean paste and then a tomato salad that has a lot of mint in it so that's pretty and white and red and green and then um, I made something I hadn't made before one time I was sitting at a prep table at street 14 and And, um, you know, Andy Catalano cooked there for a long time, and and he's a brilliant chef, but he is also an introvert, and I am an extrovert. Really,
0: Linda? Really, Linda?
1: I know. This is quite the
0: revelation for me and everyone out there. It
1: it (laughs) is not hard for me to talk on the radio because I never shut up. So (laughs) that's really a problem for Andy when he's trying to, like, think or exist, right? And so I'll, I'll just, if I'm in the same space, a lot of times he'll just shove food in my face just to keep it busy. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's really in the morning, he just looks at me and says, no talking. <laughs> but but um, what he had was he had some smoked trout rillettes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And for those at home wondering what all the extra letters are, because that's a French word. It's R I L L E T T e s so so they were delicious, so it's it's kind of like um, just a creamy trout thing that you spread on crackers or bread, and they were delicious and Andy is the just the the so he has so much finesse, he is the king of finesse, and so they were perfectly balanced and delicious and and just a little bit smoky and creamy and very delicate. I guess that's the word that I would use and delicious, so I'd never had them so good before, so I thought I'm going to try to make them for for um, Christmas because everybody that I was cooking for ate fish. So um, I got some smoked sable fish from the um, food web and um, I made, I'm really happy I did this because I've tried to make them before and they weren't, they weren't delicious. They were, they were fine, but they just weren't exceptional. So what I did this time is I, I made my own creme fraiche. Oh, so yeah. I took cream, heavy cream. And I I just put it in a bowl and I mixed in um, a couple of tablespoons of, of buttermilk and I just let it sit till it got pretty solid. So it took the better part of a day, maybe 18 hours, maybe 20 hours. And then, of course, put it in the fridge so I didn't kill anybody.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you were um, waiting to kill them later with jalapenos <laughs> I know, I
1: know. With my super awesome jalapeno, nothing says Christmas like jalapenos. <laughs> oh, but I think that really—I mean—I think buttermilk tastes so much better when you make it at home, and I think that that was the thing, so that the the creme fraiche just tasted really good, and it wasn't so absolutely solid—not solid, but you know like sour cream, like the stuff you buy in the store. It was a little looser. And so I broke up the Sable Fist and I mixed it with creme fraiche. I put in a really goodly amount of chives and some fresh dill, a little bit of lemon juice and, mixed it, up. and it was really delicious. I was really happy with that one. I was going to make homemade crackers, but I have um, 100% failed across my entire lifetime at homemade crackers They they are okay, but they're never delicious ever. And and I think it's even harder to make one that's like a substrate, you know, that doesn't have a whole lot of flavor, but has perfect texture. Yeah. As opposed to the ones that are like laden with, you know, herbs and Parmesan cheese and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I was gonna make homemade crackers, but that idea went by the wayside about December thirteenth, and so (laughs) (laughs) I just put them on water crackers, water table crackers. Yeah, and those are
0: actually the perfect delivery system for that.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's just they, something
0: they don't get soggy.
1: Yeah, no extra flavor. So good texture, and then they don't add other flavor to it. So they are just the perfect substrate. And then um, there's a a local grocery store that got dry aged beef in for yes, Christmas. and that's just not a thing that we see a lot of on the coast, you know.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And and so I bought a regular um, prime rib roast for you know, like my grandkids who um could easily eat a house payment worth of dried <laughs> <laughs> dried aged beef. And so so I, I, I cooked a, a big um roast that I cut up for different families, prime rib roast just out of regular beef. And then um I, I bought just a little tiny roast crust and I had it cut up into steaks. And oh. I, I grilled them. And they were really good. And um it, it was really worth it. I've had dry aged beef in, in a restaurant yeah me too that's and, the
0: only place actually
1: yeah and and um there's a couple ways that they can dry age it like when they do it like this super um like traditional way where they hang it you know yeah and they they hang it in 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 an extremely controlled humidity-wise and temperature-wise environment and then it gets like that black crust on it and they have to cut it off yeah you know well I don't like that because that it, it just tastes a little rotten all through the whole thing. I, I just, I don't like it that way, but it, that, that taste goes through. And I, I know I am very much in the minority. I mean, I know it's a delicacy, but, but when they dry age it in a cryovac or in something that air just doesn't get to it. Yeah. Um, and that's what this was. I just, I think that that's, that's really good.
0: Yeah. So, that's a, uh, that's a special thing when it shows up around here. For sure. yeah no
1: lie well and then you know the guys at main street market they are just they're they're they know a lot about me but they're also really kind of clever and and adventurous so what they did is they took they took a prime rib roast and this is months ago and they took 11 pounds of Kerrygold butter
0: <laughs> Holy
1: and pow. they softened it and that's they more expensive it a,
0: than the meat
1: I know, and they slathered it around the whole thing to create like a, an air barrier, you know, an yeah. anaerobic environment. And then they sat it in the cooler for 60 days and they created their own dry aged beef that way. Wow. Isn't that ingenious? And so then they didn't. They didn't sell it. They just sliced it up for people. And I wasn't high enough on the list. I have to be nicer. I have to bring them more baked goods. Are they? Are they holding
0: that whole chicken suit thing against I you? <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I don't know if our listeners are uh, were uh, party to that. I'm not sure that they were, but uh, you might explain about the chicken
1: suit okay so main street market does these barbecues they've got skip hockey's old giant barbecue from the old Fabulous. i live i I live a
0: block and a half away so uh you know when they're grilling chicken my neighborhood smells so
1: oh it does (laughs) and that thing is so huge if it wasn't lit and if it was more comfortable you could use it as a double bed you know (laughs) i mean it's just gigantic so they do barbecues for charity and they'll They'll, you know, cook up um, chicken hindquarters and they they sell them and I mean it's it's delicious and and it, it's for a good cause and anyway so um uh I think I'd been left alone by myself too much in the house and I found uh, <laughs> on the internet I found an inflatable chicken. Will we chicken. never learn? <laughs> <laughs> the story of this pandemic, but this was even before I found this um, inflatable chicken costume. <laughs> and so, so, I ordered it and poor Dale. I couldn't drive because I mean it is literally ten feet around. It's I mean cute. it is ten feet around, and you can't get behind a steering wheel when you're ten feet around. so, so I made Dale drive me down to the, down to the grocery store, and he's like, "I'll slid down like he's a a gangster or be really embarrassed <laughs> so so um um, and I got out of the the truck and then I just pulled up to the chicken barbecue and just started clucking <laughs>
0: yes you did
1: <laughs> you did ah, anyway uh, that's that's my chicken outfit story well i I, <laughs>
0: I think that that was uh that was pretty remarkable and i saw the video i wasn't i i don't know where i was <laughs> when the actual event happened i saw the video uh, online but uh i wonder if that uh Particular event is why you weren't high on the list to receive. Dry, dry if
1: we t- if we start giving her treats, she's never gonna
0: <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: Speaking of chickens, did you make a chicken for Christmas?
0: I did not make a chicken for Christmas. Uh, you know. uh Christmas is not a big deal at our house, uh, mm-hmm. nor is any holiday.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> We're just so happy to be alive that we celebrate every day. <laughs> However, uh, I didn't even cook. I made a really fabulous cheese board. And oh, nice. uh, we had uh, some bubbly and a variety of fabulous cheeses and um charcuterie and uh, crostini and I didn't even cook I just sort of assembled
1: know, I, I've been on the receiving end of your cheese boards though and they are just works of art and they're so delicious and I, I think it's because you pay attention to each little thing you put on there you're not like just tossing on cheese curds and wrist crackers you know <laughs> yeah I don't oh, like I
0: just... don't like cheese cubes
1: yeah, it's just, it's so good.
0: Oh, well, it was really good, and it was really easy-peasy. I mean, it was a skate. Compared to what you did, it was a total skate.
1: No, uh, uh-uh. no, because, I mean, I'm sure if you'd been, you know, cooking for four families that you were just trying to keep out of your house because they were germy as heck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, have I uh, have been things. cooking for a couple of friends, but not holiday-related. I just periodically uh, leave something on the, you know, inside the porch <laughs> yeah because uh people are wor- people who have to continue to work no matter what uh especially yeah. if they are really if they are involved in healthcare or health department or any of that stuff are just so crazy overworked yeah um, and there ain't nothing I can do about that except you know like not add to the sick list and provide dinner once in a while
1: <laughs> that's, yeah
0: that's about all what I kind can of know. things
1: what kind of things do you like to leave? Like, what do you think travels? Uh, well, what, I, what for you travels well?
0: I, I tend to leave uh casserole sort of things so that people can uh, stick them in the fridge and, and heat them up when they're ready to eat. Um, yeah. So things like scalloped potatoes and lasagna. I just made a big pot of chili. Uh, uh, anything that is easy to reheat when you're ready to eat it. Um I never know. A lot of people I know are, are shift workers or, mm-hmm. uh, or work in extreme overtime situations. So I just leave some, stuff that I think they could enjoy when they're able to. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I'm going to make some salad de piment today, which is like a... a it's really a, it's something you would it would be perfect on crustini. it's uh, uh oven roasted uh tomatoes like roma tomatoes and uh bell pepper uh green bell pepper um and and you mm-hmm. roast them and then peel them and uh cut them up and saute them in a ton of really good olive oil with a whole lot of garlic. <laughs> okay. And Yeah, uh, you slow, sa- You, sl- it's not really a saute. It's more of a simmer um, okay. until everything is just, uh, until they all surrender. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds delicious, and I noticed it was red and green.
0: It's totally red and green. Oh, I'm gonna have to bring you some. <laughs> I will bring you some. It's so good, and you have uh, you have the bread. That's the thing. It is uh, really good on toasted, excellent bread. So nice. more nice. than even more than a cracker. Uh, so I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna make that today because it, it's something that a, a former a mother-in-law. Uh, Made, she was French but from Algeria, and uh, uh it was one of her th- things that she always made that I loved so much, and it's so crazy, easy, and unbelievably delicious. So, hey, I need to take a quick second and remind everybody that Food Talk is a uh, co production of Coast Community Radio or actually KMU. UN. We're kicking it old school, and and we're going back Yay. to uh saying KMUN, which is so comfy to me. I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a co-production of KMUN and <laughs> North Coast Food Web, where, by the way, we're still doing our uh, weekly uh, small farms market, and uh, I know that that's where you picked up your smoked sable fish, or um, yeah, it was also really good, known as black cod. Yeah, it is really yeah. good.
1: Isn't it funny how everything has two names? <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I know. AKA Black Cod. <laughs> I know, I
1: know. It's Highway 26. It's the Sunset Highway. <laughs> did you get a, anything Did you get anything cooking related for Christmas?
0: Uh no, we don't do uh we don't do presents. Uh you know, oh. I grew up in a I don't know how your family when you were a kid uh, how they observed Christmas, but my mom was Uh, her whole attitude was quantity, not quality, where gifts were (laughs) concerned. I mean, it was just so (laughs) crazy much stuff. And she would start months ahead of time. And um, I miss her all the time. But the year that she died in the fall, um, Mm -hmm. uh, dad and I, my dad became my steady date. And at that point, we got to Christmas and... um, uh, and, and and you know we just looked at each other a little bit before Christmas, and I said, "How about we don't do shopping? How about we don't do presents?" And he was like, "Deal." <laughs> That's great. So I don't need anything. I there is nothing yeah, I need, yeah. so I don't yeah. need more stuff. Do you? But you have grandkids, and so
1: yeah, yeah. See, you got to buy them stuff because they're yeah. They'll turn on you if you don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they will. They'll grow up and be mean.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and their memories oh. are still fully functional. <laughs> yes. oh. uh,
1: it's not that I don't bear grudges. I just can't remember them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well, I got God. a, I got a set of knives, and they're they're what? nice. Yes, a set of knives, and um, it's funny because in case you are um, um, uh, challenged, it's knife has a little tiny etching of what it is on there, (laughs) which I thought was really cute. But one of them...
0: Now, now wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I I don't want to... I haven't seen your set of knives. I'm always a little bit uh, curious about sets of knives like I am about sets of cookware.
1: Yeah. Well, like you know, like the filet knife has little teeny tiny letters and it says filet. Oh. But There's one knife that says tomato, tomato knife. Oh my gosh. It made me laugh so hard. So <laughs> do you, do you know, do you know, Tim Kennedy? Yeah. Okay. So he tells this story once there was some kid fresh out of college or fresh out of high school. And you know how like those multi-level kind of pyramid things get yes. a hold of kids. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so this was one that sells knives and he was all dressed up in a, In a shirt and tie and he was coming around trying to sell Tim some knives and and he's all nervous and sweaty and he's got his case and he's got his tie and he's showing Tim the knives and and he brings out a tomato knife and he says now now, you can save $100 a month by not buying pre sliced tomatoes. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and Tim just about lost it. I mean, he'd been super polite up to that point, but he's just going to contain himself anymore. And so he was just, it was such a struggle, you know, for him not to, you know, just not to completely lose it. You know, and he says, well, you know, there's not a lot, of pe- a lot of people that buy that. But for some reason, it just stuck with us. And so every time I'm I'm cutting tomatoes, Dale says something like, you're saving a bunch of money, I see. You know? <laughs> and so just, just the fact that, and you couldn't tell that there was a tomato knife in there. what well, you know, because everything's all boxed up until you open it up. And it was just by chance there was a tomato knife. Oh, we just laughed and laughed and laughed. We laughed ourselves sick over that one. So, yeah, I've got a tomato, and I finally, finally well, I'll be able to pay off my house. It's never too late. It's never too late to jump on oh, the bed. Made me, oh, my it God. made me laugh. <laughs> That's so crazy. Well, and then there, there, uh, this is kind of interesting, too. You know, it's a knife. Set, so it's got a bread knife, a serrated knife. And I, I do have a bread knife that I really like. And then I didn't like this bread knife, the new one. And and I, I mean, they're nice knives. I like them. But um, not the bread knife. And I was trying to figure out why. Because, I mean, it really just rips the stuff up. So, um, and, and not real bad. Not like, you know, shreds of horribleness. But not so lovely like the knife I own. So I was looking at the two knives. And my knife, so the one that I like that I've had for decades, um, it's like a scallop. Does that make sense? Like, yes. you know what a scallop yes. is? like doink, 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 doink. Yes. And, and it's scalloped and the ends are rounded. And it cuts the bread so beautifully. It just and that's what I mainly use it for, just cutting bread. And then the the new one, it's the exact opposite. It's like, like how kids would draw waves on a river, you know? Yeah. So it's like <laughs> yes. it's, it's a, an oh, like an inverse scallop. Yeah. yeah. So it goes like doink, 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 like like point, 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 point. Oh. And it's it's um it's inferior. It it rips it up to start with and then it cuts fine. But just that initial first pass is really ragged. Yeah, and, and and that's that's not a big thing. I mean, you know, but but I really prefer the other one where the the points are not points, but they're rounded scallops, and then the 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 wavy. You know, the point is like down inside. Oh man, I'm not describing it, but but, <laughs> but they're we, Anyone each other. who's
0: ever used a bread knife knows what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and uh, they are not all created equal. It it does, you know. No matter how much, if you cook at all, having a good mm-hmm. knife is just really makes this huge yeah. difference in how yeah. uh, eat not only easy but enjoyable the job is um, because yeah. it is extremely annoying to not have a good knife.
1: Yeah, especially like the stamped thin ones, and they just wiggle all over the place, and you're like, "Well, I'm cutting something. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not <too> sure where." <laughs>
0: Well, you can cut yourself, you know, it's like a bad <laughs> knife or a dull knife is just the best way to hurt yeah, yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's really true.
0: I don't have a, a set of knives. I only, I have, I guess, maybe uh, four knives that I use all the time that are, were purchased individually and I really like and I'm very, yeah. uh, you know, I take great care with them, and I have a yeah. really good knife sharpener because that's the thing I don't want to. So much yeah. of cooking is prep, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're always slicing and dicing. It seems like.
1: Yeah. Did you get any food gifts that you liked? I mean, did anybody make anything for you?
0: Um. Uh... I don't think so, but I am saying that on the radio, so I am sure. Oh, to I be know. Aware. I'm so
1: sorry. I should not have done that. I mean, that really puts you on the spot because then you're like, "Oh, yes, there was the caviar that I forgot." You know, the yeah. minute we're off the radio, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. That's okay.
0: We have another. <laughs> uh, we have another chance this month for me to atone <laughs> for any oversights that I <laughs> that I have made. In fact, I should probably use that second show of the month every. <laughs> Every time to make sure that I correct all my you know. (laughs) It should just be a blanket, sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh gosh.
1: Well, um, I have a friend who shared uh, a little bit of fruitcake with me. That a friend of hers down in Cannon Beach, Jan Jan Smith had made and I think every like twelfth person in this county is named Jan Smith, but but um (laughs) (laughs) really. But um oh it was so good and it was so simple. I mean, I like fruitcake, but um, when I mean, when there's a, a really good fruitcake, oh, I'm just so happy. And I took the first bite of it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she toasted the pecans. I was just like, oh, this is going to be good, and it was so good. And she used a lot of pineapple and Ooh. just not 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 a lot of anything else. So it wasn't super sweet. She toasted the pecans. There were uh, there was pineapple and then um, some cherries, and it was a dark fruitcake, which I just love with that molasses flavor. I'm not a big fan of molasses, but I love it in fruitcake. And it was really, really good.
0: That When I lived in Hawaii, there was a Hawaiian fruitcake that was a white fruitcake uh, yeah. made with only pineapple and uh,
1: toasted macadamias.
0: macadamias. Yeah, really good. Really? Yeah.
1: No, I've, I've never seen that.
0: It's yummy, yeah, but, and, but, it, but it's hard for me to think of a uh, uh, white fruitcake as fruitcake somehow because like you, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I think it needs to be, uh, dark. But and and I think for me personally, when I it's a dark fruit cake, I feel uh, I feel sh- sure and comforted that there's plenty of booze in there, because <laughs> that's the whole thing about fruit cake, you know.
1: <laughs> Swoo, Our goals are met. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh! It's sort of a you
0: know, it's like. All in one meal. You don't actually have to have a little dram of brandy with it because it's dripping with um, my grandmother used to like make fruitcake months ahead of the holidays and open the can like every month or three weeks or whatever her schedule was and drizzle a little more booze on it. Yeah. Seal it back up. By the time we yeah. got to Christmas, it was really delicious and moist, <laughs> incredibly yes, moist. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Oh, so good. <laughs>
0: well, I am really, uh, I am really pretty uh, happy that uh, for uh, about two things that that the holidays have come and gone. Yeah. It's like having company, glad to see him come, glad to see him go.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, exactly.
0: And uh also <laughs> that uh, you know, the days are getting the the darkness is getting shorter.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And and um I, I think that's a wonderful thing. Just um the sunrises in the morning have been so beautiful. Yeah. Really, really something and um, it's just nice to see them get earlier and earlier.
0: Hey, we've talked too long, and now we have to say goodbye. So say goodbye. And I, I will talk Bye, to you everybody. again. Uh, we'll, we'll see everybody again in a couple weeks.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Ow! Because i
1: for those and through.